at his feet because I realize that Jesus I need you I need you more than anything that I have I'm tired of breaking my alabaster box in different places I came today to break it at his feet I came to break it at his feet I came to get into the presence of who he is. Come on, church. We serve a great God. If you believe that, can you just raise your voice and give him thanks and worship? Father, you know you've been good. You've been good. And something that this Christian walk is something that we go through daily and you learn daily. And I'm learning that it's so much not about the promises, but it's about his presence. Because when you get into the presence, the promises are going to come. But it's so important to get into the presence of God. Do we have a hundred people this morning who can lift your hands and say, God, I came for your presence. I came for the presence of God. 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 I came for His glory to come down in this sanctuary. I came for His presence. I came for His presence. I came for His presence. I where His presence is, His promises. Are there and true. I came for his presence. Because where his presence is, his promise is healing. So I came for his presence. Where his presence is, his promise is love. So I came for his presence. Where his presence is, I came for forgiveness. My shame and my sin are washed away by the blood of Christ. I came for his presence. Come on, church. Are you excited this morning to be in the presence of God? To be in the presence of God. We welcome you to Liberty Bible Fellowship Church. You may take your seats. Come on, I feel that this place is charged with the presence of God. And my prayer this morning is that each and every one of us would have an encounter with him before we leave the sanctuary. That we're going to take away something that we're going to need for this week. We're going to take away something from the worship or the word that's going to help us push through this week. So we can have a good week. Come on, are you expecting anything this morning? Are you expecting a mighty mood of God this morning? I'm expecting his presence to overflow. So we welcome you this morning at Liberty Bible Fellowship Church. Our doors here are open at 10 a.m. every Sunday. And we welcome each and every one of you. But is there any first-time guest 
Would you please stand if you're here for the first time? If this is your first time, could you please stand with us? Wow. Come on, Liberty, let's give them a round of applause. We are excited that you are here with us this morning, that you chose Liberty to be at. And we believe that God is going to do something mighty in your life because you're in the presence of God. Something new is going to take place. Come on, church, one more time. Could you give all of our new visitors a round of applause? We love you and we appreciate you for taking your time out to be with us this morning. A few announcements. This Saturday, March 9th at 1 p.m., this Saturday, March 9th at 1 p.m., we have growth track. Pastor Jesse will be with us this weekend, next weekend. And we have growth track. And what is growth track? Four things. It's going to teach us the following. Belong, connect, discover, and serve. Belong. You're going to find everything about Liberty Church, our history, what we believe in. You're going to get to know the family a lot better. Two is connecting. Of course, you're going to get connected to God, but also the church, the leadership, and everyone that's here. And three, you're going to discover. Each of us are made with a purpose. Do you agree? Every single person here is made with a divine purpose from God. And coming to church, we want to discover our purpose as we get closer to Christ. Asking him to reveal that to us. So discover, you can discover your purpose, your gifts, your talents, your ministry. And then four, lastly, which I believe is the most important thing, is to serve. Where can I serve in my home church? How can I bless others by serving? So this is what Grow Track is about. Grow Track this Saturday, March 9th at 1 p.m. If you have not attended Grow Track, I recommend you suggesting you be here this Saturday at 1 p.m. It's truly a blessing. Palm Sunday, at 10 a.m., we're going to have a guest speaker, Dr. Guy Pei and his wife. He is no stranger to this house. He's a very powerful man of God with a prophetic gift, and he will be with us on Palm Sunday, March 24th. Now, our Easter week is, is pretty packed. That Thursday, March 28th, we are kicking off 24 hours nonstop praise and worship. We did this last year for the first time. It was very, very powerful. I believe some people stayed full 24 hours. I tried to, but this year I, I'm going to do better. But... um. There is no excuse, I believe. It's 24 hours this church will be opened. We're starting at 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. Friday, which is Good Friday. And that leads us into our Good Friday service. So every single hour for the 24 hours will be accounted for. We're going to have different churches coming in, different preachers coming in, different worship teams coming in. And, it's, and we're going to worship God and we're going to be blessed for every single minute of the 24 hours. Could you just give Jesus some praise for that? 
Our Good Friday service starts at 6 p.m. And then our Easter morning service starts at 9.45 p.m. A.M. A.M. 9.45 a.m. Easter service. uh, We're pretty packed here on Easter, so please try to get here early to get parking and to get a seat. Uh, Our Easter services are amazing, um, and we're expecting, once again, God to move powerfully and for his name to be glorified. Amen? Now, after that Power Pack week, the week after, we have our Cornerstone Conference and concert led by our very own Minister Imran. Could you give him a round of applause, please? I want to encourage each and every one of you, come out to support the man of God. It is 20 years of being in ministry. It's not a little thing. It's a massive milestone that he's accomplishing. So April 4th at 7 p.m., we have a guest speaker coming in from St. Lucia, a very very, very, very powerful preacher. And then on Friday, April 5th, would be the Cornerstone Conference uh, concert. I believe we have a video if we could show that at this time. Church comes alive on April 4th and 5th with two powerful, power-packed events. Thursday night is the rise of the cornerstones. A powerful night of prophetic declarations and deliverance. We power feature guest speaker out of St. Lucia, Apostle Lester James. Apostle Lester James. Then on Friday night, April 5th, come experience a night of energetic praise, worship, and thanksgiving as Edward Henry celebrates 20 years of gospel music ministry. Featured artists for the night are Faith Church Worship Team, Samia Beaton, DBA, Wind Fire, Eddie Niblet, and out of Jamaica, Beauty Nicholas, and the man himself, the fireman, Everett Henry. Come walk the red carpet from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. This event is hosted by the fireman, Esther The event is free. Walk with a love offering. Special guest appearance by DJ Mark Exclusive and DJ Tooby. See you there. Come on, could you put your hands together for Minister Imran? 20 years of ministry, and we're going to come out to support him and to celebrate him and what God has done in his life. So April 4th and 5th at 7 p.m. boat nights. I'm going to be there. Um, okay, so next announcement. Um, well, has, is there anyone's birthday today? Anyone's birthday today? Would you stand if it's your birthday? No? What about from March? Any March birthday people? I see one, I see two. Would you please stand? All the March. Wow, 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 wow. Happy birthday. We pray God's richest blessings upon your life. That this year that you're stepping into would be the greatest year you have ever, ever experienced in the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Could you just give them another round of applause, please? You may be seated. March is popular. Well, today is also um, someone very special to me. It's her birthday. Uh, Pastor Rachel Prasad. 
Um, she is my mother, so she's special to me. Um, but she's also my first lady of the house. Along with my father, I do serve under my dad and my mom's ministry. And I, uh, I just want to say from here, Mom, that I, I love you very much. I respect every single thing that you do. She does a lot of work behind the scenes. Um, just to testify firsthand, she's up 5 o'clock every morning praying for us. And not only for us, for the church, for you. Even sometimes I would pass her room 12 a.m. and I hear her praying. I'm like, oh, man, wow. <laughs> but it just shows her dedication and commitment to the ministry. And I want to say that we're thankful. Liberty Church is thankful for every single thing that you do. And you're a pillar of this church and this ministry. But I would like to call you up so you could greet the people and say what's on your heart. Another year. Yes, please come up. Yeah, Liberty, give her a round of applause, please, as she comes up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is great, mighty, wonderful. All glory and honor and praise belonging to him. I take no credit for anything in my life because my life is in his hands. And I don't, uh, uh, age doesn't matter, but I go with grace. I don't go with age, but I go with grace. Amen? As long as you have God on your side, you are constantly a winner. You're constantly victorious. You're constantly on a winning side. And no devil in hell can put you under. You might fall down, but you will get back up. And you are strong as a lion because God is on your side. So I want to use this verse this morning, Psalms 118.24. You all know it. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So uh, every day is a gift from God. And every day I want to be joyous and I want to embrace it because I know who holds today and I hold, know who holds tomorrow. My life is in his hands and the devil cannot pluck me out of God's hands because I'm strong in his hands and his hands is mighty to deliver me from the plot and the plan of the enemy. And all of you here today, that is your portion here this morning. That no man can pluck you out of the hands of God. So I just want to give God very humbly praise, thanks, glory, honor, everything that is due to his name. I want to shout out to Jeremy, my middle boy. His birthday was yesterday. So I want to say, Jeremy, happy birthday to you. And I want to thank the three boys, Jonathan and Joel. They work very fervently and humbly and dedicatedly behind the scenes. And we want to thank God for them because ministry, you need everyone in ministry. When you are part of a ministry, you need the family, you need everyone to be on board. Because many times, if there's an emergency, you can call on someone right there to step in. So, Jonathan, what are you calling me to do? Introduce? Where are you? What am I doing? Okay. So, so he asked me to greet, but he also asked me, I didn't know I'm having the, the stage here, to introduce my husband also. So I want to thank God for him. 
Pastor Joe is a, a wonderful man. I mean, um, this year is 34 years. It will be 34 years that I'm married to him. And when I found him, I didn't know. I was just, he was just a regular um, boy coming to church and helping his dad in ministry. I don't know where God was taking him, nor I. But um, I'm not a public speaker. You know, I'm always at the back. But if I have to step up, I'll step up when I have to. But I like to stay at the back there because I do a lot of things. So I just want to give you a little insight on Pastor Joe. So, you know, we went to a conference um, last two weeks. It was the National Broadcasting, um, I have it here, National Broadcasting Association. It's, um, it's, they, they help this together every year for the Christian churches and the world to come together to, for, to connect in, in t radio, TV, and, and movies, social media. They just want to grow the kingdom because how many of, know, of you know the devil and his kingdom, they're growing it. They're using all technology. They're using every uh, platform there is to introduce their stuff and advertise. So we as a church, we cannot slacken up. We have to know what we are about to, and we have to use technology to save the world. And even for our youths today, we have to use it. So I was privileged of going with him this year. I never really went with him my first year. And um, it was so funny. I in COVID, he worked from home, so I heard him on the conference call and all the stuff that goes on when, you know, you're working from home. And um, as, as he's uh, neck, right next to the owner of the company, he's a right hand next to the owner of the company. Um, in our conference that we went to, he, he, many times he had to call out just to answer conference calls, to be on calls in and out. Because their job, probably, they're very busy. And, you know, I, I listen how he navigates. And he just um, would lead his, his, um, his, his um, owner of the company and his de departments of God has really given him wisdom, knowledge, understanding. And his owner respects him because of him being a Christian. He didn't hide his light. But he shines his light. Many times they ask him to pray. And he will pray many times. The company is, is difficult times and going on if it goes under. But God has used him to pray and to be there. And when I listen to him and the way he's navigating and what he's saying, I, um, I know there's a verse, Proverbs 9.10. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So then I realized, because as a young boy, he gave his life to Jesus and what God is doing through him to bless people out there that don't even know God. He's a connection to his company and to people out there. He's a very, very strong leader. He works long hours on ending sometimes. Sometimes I'm texting him, when are you coming home? He's a great father. He's, a, he's, he's very funny too. Who knows him? And he creates a very, you know a little bit of him out up here, but he creates a very humorous atmosphere in our house too. The boys know he's funny. He makes many jokes with them. Uh, the way he, he balances his life looks very smooth and effortless, but behind the scenes, he carries a lot. 
he carries a big load because he's a full-time job and then he has the church and he has family but he carries it very gracefully and i'll tell you why he's successful because jesus is at the wheel jesus is turning the wheel jesus is a leader and jesus is the head of his life and our family i i want to um tell all the birthday people today that there's a verse i wrote down um first chronicles four i can't find it four okay the um jabez prayer that god will bless you indeed all of you god will extend your core um, coast he will keep his hand upon you and keep you from all evil God answered Jabez's prayer, and that same portion is for you. God is going to cover you with that promise because he did it for Jabez, and he will do it for you today. Um, I want you to continue to pray for our leaders. Please, it's very, very vital. We thank you for your prayers and support so far. Uh, Pastor, um, that Pastor Michael Prasad, Pastor Joe, Pastor Jesse, Pastor Mahes and family, and Minister Imran. Um, you know, the forces of darkness is always coming against the people of God. Not because um, they're leaders, but more so we need to pray for them. This week, my mother-in-law, Mama Gladys, went to the hospital. And, and we, we prayed for her on the line, and we prayed for her. God was so um, merciful, and he helped us, and she came out the same day. She's not here today. I missed her seat, but she's recovering and I would just want to tell you how vital your prayers are. We don't take anyone for granted in here. We love, appreciate, and we thank you for your support. Without you, liberty would not be where it is today. And we don't take anyone for granted. We thank you for all your prayers. And we pray that you will continue to pray for us as the devil would like to pull us down. But we are a strong church. We are intentional of remaining strong and to take the gospel to the ends of the earth today so today i just want to praise god and thank him for everything that he has done and i i pray a special prayer over this the covering of this church as you come here and the bible talks about aaron's bear the anointing that flows from aaron's bear down to his garments that anointing is on this covenant this church this covering and once you're under this mighty miracles mighty victories and deliverance is happening here people that don't have jobs we're going to pray you through every prayer request we we get we get a lot we pray you through we don't make any hesitation for your prayers and requests we are very serious when it comes to praying for you if you call us up make sure your name is is um is mentioned and we pray for you every day until you see the results so we are here as your support group we are here a church that love every one of you we appreciate every one of you and god has great great things ahead for all of us today so God bless you as I introduce my wonderful husband, handsome, tall, dark, and a loving and humble man. I want to introduce him today to share the word of the Lord. Mm.
You deserve a hug. Amen. Happy birthday. Come on, give God praise for her. Happy birthday. Amen. Let's stand together. I just want to speak the name Amen. of Jesus over every heart and
lift your name up on high this morning. Your name is healing. Your name is power. Your name brings deliverance. So we pray today for Kiara, whose dad Troy passed away this past week. We pray for her and all the family. We pray for Roseanne and everyone who's connected that God you will bring comfort. He's left us too soon. I pray God that you will bring healing to Sister Naoka's knee. A complete healing. We pray for Rhonda that you God will the work that you started in her brain every aneurysm every blood vessel that God you will heal her I pray for Kenya's son Patrick this young boy I think one year old or very young in the hospital with a infection of the elbow that right elbow in the name of Jesus I pray God you'll stretch your hands upon it and every infection has to go in the name of Jesus. We thank you how you have been touching Paul, Sister Ruby's husband. The good work you started, you will finish it. We pray for Brother Keith right now who lost his brother in Guyana. And the funeral is ongoing right now. Comfort him. Even though he's not there. He's here. But I pray that you'll put your hands of comfort over Brother Keith. At this moment. We pray for little John Suku. Brother Rocky's son. That you will heal him as he got into injury. I pray you'll resurrect him out of wherever he is. Heal his bones. Heal wherever the pain is. Touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. We pray for Brother Kamal who lost his cousin and her daughter in a fire in Bangladesh this past couple days. A fire that has been broadcast globally on BBC around the world in a restaurant that got a blaze, a fiery blaze while they were eating, and 45 of them perished. So, Brother Kamal, we send our sympathy to you and the family in the mighty name of Jesus. For those who are here and those who are watching us across the world, I want you to know that God is listening to you and he's ready to touch you and heal you and deliver you. And so if you have pain, if you have ache, if you have a need in your life, and even if you're watching us by Facebook or by social media or by television, I want you to know that God could reach out to you. So those who are here, as you close your eyes, 
If you have a need in your life, and I come against every, lift your hands if you have a need. If you're watching us by television, if you're watching by social media, put it in there. I want you to know that God is ready to touch you. We come against influenza, fever, coronavirus, the rotavirus, the extension of of weaknesses and pain. We, we pray for my mother who was in the hospital earlier this week. You will give her a complete healing in the name of Jesus. Touch her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. Strengthen her. You have, oh God, done it before. You're going to do it again. He's the God who can do it again. And so for those of you who are here and those watching, I pray in the name of Jesus, every single flu, fever, pain, ache, everything that is now going to be in your body, I pray, you, God, you will let it leave the body. Leave the body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, you now. And now I pray that you will bless. Touch the, the message. In Jesus' name we pray. Sing one more line of that. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Genesis 1, 28. Before you sit down, I'm speaking on blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Genesis 1, 28. You can get it up on the board. I just want to see the name of Jesus. Till every dark addiction starts to break. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I see Jesus. I sense in here there are people who walk through this door needing their burdens to be lifted. And I want you to know that you're in the right place this morning. Right here, right now, as the word of God is going to be preached, as the, as the, as the worship is going on, I want you to know that God is about to do something. Come on, somebody. Some of you got tears coming on your eyes. God's about to turn you around. Some of you have pain in your life. God's about to turn you around. Come on,
I don't want to embarrass anyone, but I feel that there are people who need to hear from God. The two of you, would you come here? I just want to pray with you. I feel that God sent you here. I don't know you, but I feel that there's pain in your life that God wants today, today. He wants to just touch you. Would you stretch your hands out to this? God sent you here for a reason. God sent you here because you cannot continue with the pains that you've had. And he says, this is March. This is the first Sunday of the year. I want to deliver you. You believe that God sent you here for deliverance? Would you raise your hands? Raise both hands. I believe that God is in this place. I want you to know what God is going to do for these two young ladies. He's about to do for everyone who's watching us by television, watching us here today. If you got a need, even if you're not here, that God that we're serving is about to do a miracle. And so I say in the name of Jesus. The pain and the troubles that you have had People have turned their backs on you. People have said all types of things and they've written you off. But can I tell you, God never wrote you off. Can I tell you that God is a present help in times of trouble? And can I tell you that you are going to get delivered today? Can I say that God's about to deliver you? There's an unseen hand of God over your lives right now. The tears that you're crying. God says, I've come to deliver you. Set you free. So in the name of Jesus, I want you to pray this prayer. Say, dear God, I thank you. You brought me to a place that I can be delivered. And so right now, Let the power of God come into my life. Give me comfort that I've never had before. Give me peace that I've not experienced before. Now, my life is in your hands and I give it to you in Jesus' name. Come on, I want you to clap for Jesus. Come on, I want you to... There's a peace that's coming upon you. God bless you. Welcome all of you here today. <clears throat> For those of you who have maybe watched us in television, watched us in social media here, my heart is warm to see you step into the house of God. I pray that you will step in not only today, you'll step in because this is a sanctuary. This is a place where you can find hope and peace. And this is a place where I tell our people, don't you judge anybody here. Take the 
take the, take the beam out of your own eyes before you take it out of somebody's eyes. All of us are like sheep gone astray. All of us have sins in our life and only the grace of God can carry us through. None of us are perfect. Doesn't matter how long you're coming here, doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian, none of us are perfect. So we're not going to judge. People are going to come through that door. They're going to need our love. And we want to show them our love. I want these two ladies. I don't know if this is your first time, second time. It's your first time. Come on, you need to give them a round of applause. I want you to know that God did not, you did not come here by accident. You needed this word. You needed to hear this worship. And out of today, you're going to get healing in your body, in your spirit. Your soul that was dry, God is going to give you water for your soul. Anybody know that, what I'm saying? And so I welcome all of you, even all of you who are here for the first time, the second time. You've been coming. I want to just thank you. My heart is overwhelmed to just have you in this place. Thank you so much. Let's give everybody a round of applause. I see uh, Brother Tony and his wife. Am I correct? Raise your hands. All the way from Virginia Beach. Come on, clap for them. They're members of our church. They carry on a group. And they says, man, even though we left, we, we, we are not located geographically. We are still connected. And they, are, they watch the service every week. I, I see Sister Sharda Suku. Sister Sharda, raise your hands. Amen. Sister Joyce's daughter. Amen. For a long time. She grew up in this church. Come on, give her a round of applause. And for every one of you, you are so much precious to us. For those of you who've been with us for 30 years, 35 years, 20 years, 10 years, you're so precious to us. Come on, you need to give them a round of applause. For those of you who've come within the last five years, eight years, 10 years, you're very precious to us. Come on, let's clap for them. For those of you who've come within the last few months, the last year, the last two, three, four, five years, you're so precious to us. The new, the, 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 the old, the new, and the medium new, and whatever, every one of you are so precious, and you're all equal in the sight of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm speaking to you on the subject, blessed and highly favored. This is something that everyone uses, blessed and highly favored. And I wanted to express it from the word of God. What does that mean? It's just not saying good morning. It has a meaning behind it. So Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28, I'm going to use as, as one of my texts. Genesis 1 and 28. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, he said five things. He gave five declarations to them, five, five blessings. He says, be fruitful. Number two, multiply. Number three, replenish the earth. Number four, subdue it. Number five, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth. Amen, upon the earth. And uh, just quickly, if you can't move to it, maybe I'll just read it. Deuteronomy 28, 
And it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commands which I command this day, that the Lord will, God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon thee, overtake thee, and thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Thou shalt be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, the fruit of thy ground, the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Of thy sheep. And, and there's more blessing. And then there's one more, one more I want to really read. Matthew 5. Matthew 5 and verses 2. The Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Father, we know that we are blessed because you are our blesser. But I pray today that you will help us to understand why we are blessed, how we are blessed. And how to keep this blessing. I pray today that you will open our life and open our hearts. And you will feed us from the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus and the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Now for those of you who have come to our church. We are a, uh, we are a, um, what do you call? We are a uh, noisy place. Amen. Because the Bible says to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. So if you are keeping quiet, I, I don't, I, I, you know, you can do what you want. But if you find somebody next to you shouting, don't watch them. You join in the shout. Even if you don't know what to say, listen to what that person is saying and mimic them. If they say amen, you shout amen too. In other words, when you open your mouth, God listens to you. If you open your mouth and you open it out of your heart, God is waiting to hear. He says, I have inclined my ears unto you. And, and, and sometimes we don't understand that we are sitting on certain things that are about to happen to us if we just open our mouth. And, and, and I feel that somebody has a shout of a miracle just about to happen if you just open your mouth. And right here, right now, you don't have to wait until I make sense out of the message. You can open your mouth and shout hallelujah. As a matter of fact, he says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And he says, clap your hands, all ye people. And, 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 and it says, shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So if you just shout unto the Lord, clap into the Lord, raise your hands, all ye people. You are doing the exercise of having heaven hear you. Turn to your neighbor and say, I want heaven to hear me this morning. 
Amen. I don't even, I, I didn't even, I don't, I didn't come only to hear Pastor Joe. I came to hear heaven this morning. I came to hear what God is about to do in my life. And could I tell you this morning that God is ready, willing, and able to do some things that are great and mighty and wonderful. We say the words, I am blessed and highly favored. So turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are blessed and highly favored. But here's the thing. What does that really mean? Does that really mean just something that could just come out of your mouth? I believe that God wants you to understand what it means to be blessed. What it means to have a blessing on your life and what it means to know the blesser. Now, a, a lot of people, they want the blessing, but they do not want the blesser. Now, there's a difference between the blesser and the blessing. The blesser is the Lord Jesus Christ. But many people skip the Lord Jesus Christ and they go straight to the blessing. Can I get to witness this morning? And so what they say, they don't say, Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for waking me up. I worship you and I give you praise and glory. They go straight to the blessing. Lord, I need a motor car. Lord, I need to get healed. Lord, I need, I need, I need, I need a nice hot roti when I go home. Lord, I need a cook up rice. Lord, I need to go down Liberty Avenue and I need to buy two bread. Lord, provide for me for the, amen. And we go straight to the blessing. And so. So many times you miss all the blessings that God wants to give you because you have ridden over the blesser. Can I say this morning that we are not going to make the mistake of riding over the blesser, but we are going to give praise and glory to the blesser. Come on, right there you need to praise God for that. For the blesser is the one who woke you up this morning. For the blesser is the one who died on Calvary's cross for you. For the blesser is the one in, in John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. It's the blesser who says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. We are not here for the blessing only. We are here for the blesser. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. And when you are here for the blesser, it means you need to know Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord. Now, we have failed over the years, and I believe that the church as a whole has failed over the years in leading people to Christ. We, we, we skip over that and we say, you need a healing, you need a deliverance. But if you are going to get the right healing and the right deliverance, you need to find the right Savior. You can't worship strange gods and expect the real God to bless you. God says, how long shall you halt between two opinions? You cannot have a double-minded man because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's why you need an anchor that keeps your soul. You need a foundation that holds strong to you. 
so that when the wind blows and when the storm comes, you're able to stand strong and you command the wind and the strong and the storm to cease in the authority of Jesus Christ and not let the wind and the storm push you and shift you around. Now, can I tell you the difference between somebody who's anchored in Christ and somebody who's just floating around? One who's anchored in Christ, they command what is happening around them to stop. Come on, somebody. Oh, we are, we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. He says, I've given you power. We, are the, we, we have been given power. He says, all power is given unto, uh, unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Amen. And he now says, you are the sons and the daughters that have now received the power from on high. You're walking in power. You're, 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 you're living in power. And you're testifying in power. And you're shouting in power. And you're praising in power. Somebody shout hallelujah. The difference between those who only get the blessing and not the blesser is that when the storms of life come, you sit back and you cry. But when you know the blesser, when the storms of life come, you stand up and you say, the God that brought me through the storms is the God who's picking me up now and taking me to my next level. Are you here with me this morning? And I believe that there's some people going through some storms in life, some chaos in life, and you do not know how to get out of it because you look to your left and it is shaky. You look to your right and it is murky. You look around you and everybody is crying and worried. But when you look up onto the hills and you look up onto Jesus Christ and you say, the storms do not define who I am. He who was born, who is Calvary's cross, he who suffered, bled, and died for me is the one who will keep me grounded in the name of Jesus. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. I'm going through hell. I'm going through a fix right now. I'm going through a dark spirit. I want you to know that God has given you the authority to speak to every spell, every witch, every darkness, every turmoil, every waging sea, and, and command it to stop in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody's turn and say, in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout in the name of Jesus. You see, if you only call upon Verizon, Verizon only can take you from one person to the other. You see, if you call upon your boss, your boss will, will, will like you today, but tomorrow he may like somebody else new. If you call upon your family, your family will show you a good face today, but it doesn't mean they'll show you a good face tomorrow. And as a matter of fact, they're limited in what they can do. But when I call upon Jesus, oh, I got a witness this morning when I call upon Jesus when I call upon the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost I know that there are angels ready to hold me up ready to carry me through ready to make a way where there is no way because why I am blessed I am blessed and highly favored blessed and highly favored 
And when I'm blessed and highly favored, it means that I have to go back to the start of why I'm blessed and highly favored. I got to go back to the garden. And I got to understand who I am. I got to understand what DNA was I made in. In what capacity am I operating in? You got to know who your authority is. When somebody asks you, who, what's your name? You, you go back to your, your name, your surname. I am the son of so, so, so. I am the daughter of so, so, so. But some of you need to start adding one more thing. I am, I, if you're a woman, you say, I'm a daughter of the most high God. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, some of you haven't said that a long time. I need you to shout that in this morning. I need to let the devil know that you're a daughter of the most high God. Don't you mess with me. You're messing with the daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Is there anybody ready to say hallelujah? If you're a man, you let the enemy know I'm the son of the most high God. I'm a child of the most high God. And what power was given unto him has been imputed to me through the blood of Jesus that connects me to Calvary and gives me authority and power and it makes me overcome. Therefore, when them picnic giving me trouble, them picnic ain't going to disturb my peace no more. Because you know, you know these days, children like to disturb your peace. They would, they, 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 they would, uh, they, they, they would, they, they would, they would try you, and they would, they would tease you, and they would sometimes disrespect you. But I came to tell some mama, some daddy, somebody this morning: you are a praying mother, you are a, you are a praying father. You know who Jesus is. Don't let them children disturb you. Don't let the devil use your children to disturb you. Stand upon the word of God. You control the situation and not let your children control you. Am I preaching to somebody here this morning? Somebody shout hallelujah. You're blessed and highly favored. And so I have to go back to who I am. I am who I am through Jesus Christ. And let us put it up there. Genesis chapter 1. And verses 28, number one, I want to talk to you on the blessing of authority. Number two, I want to talk to you about the blessing of your locality. Number three, I want to talk to you about the blessing of your purity. There's a magnitude of connectivity to your blessing. So, uh, uh, number one, he says in Genesis chapter one and verses 28, I'm going to give you this five-fold declaration. You know the five-fold ministry? Amen. He says, I'm going to give you prophet, priest, king, teacher, and everything else, and, and that kind of thing. But before he gave that in Ephesians, he gave us a five-fold declaration in the Garden of Eden. Some of you are now realizing how God works. God works in a way where he will tell you, I am going to bless you. Now, now, that is the stability of where we start. He's not cursing you. He's not bringing you down. He's not talking about you. He just say, I'm blessing you. He didn't ask you who you were. He didn't ask you what mama you came from. He didn't ask you what color your skin is. He didn't ask you what school you went to. He just say, I am going to bless you. 
And, and, and this is how God works. He doesn't look at your face. He doesn't look at your place. He doesn't look at the color of your skin. But he looks at you because he knew you before you're, you were formed in your mother's womb. And he says, I got plans for you. Plans that are good. Plans that will bless you. Plans that will extend you. Is there anybody who is going to say, that is me. Somebody shout, lift your hands and say, that's me. Yeah, that's me. That's me because he looked at me beyond my faults and he saw my need and he say, I am blessed. Ah, I'm blessed. Amen. You, you may not like me, but I'm blessed. You may not be my friend, but I am blessed. You may not, you, you may not know who I am, but I am blessed. Now, this does not... This does not carry to witches and warlocks. Come on, somebody. If there's any witch and warlock here, is there anybody with Ouija board and anybody with black magic and anybody serving strange God? It don't follow you. But if you know who my God is, yeah, if you know who my God is, Daniel's God is ready to deliver. It's the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It's the God of the, of the Red Sea who will part away and make a way for you. That's the God I'm talking about. If you serve another God, it ain't going to apply to you. But if you serve my God who is ready, able, and willing to bless you, then you are blessed already. Lift your hands and shout, I'm blessed. Pastor Mahes, he doesn't only give you blessing. He gives you a qualification of how blessed you are. You need to start smiling and tell your neighbor, I got a promotion today. Amen. Amen. The promotion is, it was already given unto you before, but now you're going to catch it. Somebody say, I'm about to catch this promotion. Oh, say, Pastor, give it to me from the word. Amen. Go right back there. He says, I'm going to give you five things. He says, number one, he says, you're blessed. But then he says, I'm blessing you because I'm going to make you fruitful. Now, fruitful doesn't mean making children only. Fruitful means that you're going to grow in your spirit. Fruitful means you're going to grow in the grace of the Lord. So when you say, I am blessed... It doesn't mean you got two motor cars out there. It means you are growing in the grace and in the strength and in the, and, and the righteousness of Jesus. Can I go a little bit more? Some people don't want the righteousness of God. All they want is two cars sitting outside there. But you give me the righteousness of God. And then he says, all these things shall be added unto me. I do not want the riches of this world. All I want is the Lord on my side. Because if the Lord is on my side, who shall stand against me? I need some people to shout hallelujah. So he says, I'm blessing you and I'm making you fruitful. Now, those of you who, who do not want to be fruitful, it means you're not going to make your seed germinate. It means for you to be fruitful, you got to throw a seed in the ground and it has to be watered and it has to, it has to, it has to take on the soil. It has to get roots and then it, it, it has to be like Sam's one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but your delight is in the law of the Lord. What are you listening to? 
What are you listening to right now? The law of the Lord. Come on, are you catching what I'm saying right now? If, you, if your delight is in what you're hearing, then you are ready to get blessed. High five your neighbor and say, I'm listening to the law of the Lord. Because when you listen to the law of the Lord, he says, and, and, and his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, doth he meditate day and night. Now, after this word is spoken, you need to meditate upon it tonight. You need to meditate upon it during this week. He says, and I meditate upon it day and night. And, and what happens after that? Because I'm going to be fruitful. I'm going to be fruitful because he says, I'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring it forth fruit in my season. Let me stick a pin right there. There ain't seasons all the time that you're going to have. Everybody's going to say, ah, sister, you're so nice. There are going to be some fruits. Sometimes it's not bearing. Uh, you, nobody is seeing. You, you yourself not seeing. But let me tell you, you got a root down there. Oh, can I tell you a little bit more? You got a root down there. And if you got a root, there'll be a fruit sometime. Oh, come on, somebody. People will deny your fruit, but God will never deny your fruit because you got a root. And if you got a root in Jesus Christ, it means that your fruit is going to bear. It may be winter that you don't see no fruit, but tell them somebody, summer is coming. My fruit is coming through. Hallelujah. Oh, hold on, my child. Joy is coming in the morning. Somebody, you are crying because your fruit is in the your, your, your root is in the ground and the fruit is not outside. And everybody might be saying, What happened to she? What happened to he? What happened to he? But you just hold on and don't listen to everybody out there. Listen to the word of God because you are already fruitful. Be fruitful means that you're going to grow in the word of God. Be fruitful means you're going to uh, be anchored in Christ. You heard the announcements about coming to Grow Track. Now, this is not a pressure. You don't have to be a member, really, if you want to come. But it's good if you're coming to this church. Get to know what we're about. Get to know a little bit more and learn about it so that if and when you want to make the decision, I want to take the next step. I know about this church. Maybe I'm going to spend my next two years, my next five years, my next ten years. And this is something I tell people. Gone are the days where you join a church and you say, sign me up for the rest of my life. Now, I like you to sign up for the rest of your life, but nothing is forever. But, but those who have been around our church, some have been around 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Somebody, y'all clap for yourself. Amen. Amen. And some of you have been around for five years. Clap for yourself. Six years, seven years, eight years. Some of you have been around for one year, six months, three months. What am I saying? If God has sent you into this place, this is a place that I believe has some watering ground, some oasis, and some blessings to give to you. And it's a place that you can have a stability for a period. Hallelujah. I'm talking about being fruitful. You don't want to be like Cain. Cain was banished to a foreign place. And he became a vagabond. And a, what did he become? Huh? He became, a, a, he was marked, marked for a man who was full of sin. 
But you don't want to be marked like that. You want to be marked as a man and a woman who is blessed by God. Hallelujah. And so he gives you this. He says, be fruitful, number one. And number two, multiply and multiply. Amen. That's one, two, three, four, five, right? Multiply. Multiply is different from replenish. I'll tell you what the difference is right now. Multiply, meaning that if you're able to bring some a child into the earth, you, you're able to, to do that. You're able to, to bring a blessing. Amen. For those who, amen. You heard my wife talk about uh, the, the three boys. Amen. And, and I thank God for my wife. Oh, she's a wonderful wife. I don't know why she spent so much time talking about me. It's not about me today. It's about her. Amen. Let's give her a round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. But it's a blessing to be able to, multi- to, 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 to be fruitful, to multiply. It's a blessing to see. Now, even if you personally don't multiply, you should be able to multiply uh, spiritual sons and daughters who are able to grow in the Lord. Come on, can I, can I tell you a little bit more about that? Even if you do not have any, anyone that you can have a natural whatever, you could multiply the blessings of God through your spirit, through your help, through your encouragement, and through your blessing. Amen. You can, you can look at the sunny boy and say, sunny boy, you didn't come out of my mother's womb, but I love you like a little sunny boy. And you're blessed. This way, you're passing on the, the, the you're passing on the, the the multiplication of the world. You're multiplying, and you're multiplying with goodness. You're multiplying with righteousness. Did you know that people are looking for people to speak into their life good things, healthy things, mature things, and encouraging things? If you are going to open your mouth and talk dumb to anybody, shut your mouth. Oh, can I say, I am, I'm sorry. Can I say, shut your mouth? All right, I apologize. Keep your mouth quiet. Keep your tongue in your mouth and don't say anything. Let God do the, the talking. But if I'm going to talk to you, let it be a word of encouragement. Let it be a word of upliftment. Let it be a word of saying, brother, look at you. Amen. If you come to speak to me, don't tell me my beard is looking. Say, the salt and pepper is looking so splendiferous, spectacular, handsome man. It will make me. Amen. What I'm saying, be fruitful and multiply. And when you multiply, you multiply positive things you multiply good things you multiply things that are good for whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are good whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are of good report think on these things one of the things that's making a lot of people filled with anxiety is that they're overthinking number one and what they're overthinking is negativity can i say it one more time One of the reasons why even Christians are having trouble concentrating on what they're supposed to do is that they are thinking about the negative things and they're overthinking it. 
So the negative, negative thing is coming. Oh, yeah, man, that what bad thing, that boy, uh, got that bill, I got this. And then you're not only thinking about it, but you're overthinking. You spend your whole day thinking about it. Uh, and then you start crying about it. Then you start, you, start, you, start, you start calling somebody about it. And then you multiply it. I came to tell somebody, stop multiplying the negativity in your life and multiply the good things, the blessed things, the positive things, the things that are going to lift people up. I always say that parents need to know how they're talking to children. Because in the old days, people would ring people's ears. Buy your hard ears. You can amount to nothing. You look, look how ugly you look, eh? You don't brush your teeth. You don't do nothing. You don't come. You're not even my son. You know, some people talk that way. Those kinds of things should not come out of a, 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 ch a child of God's mouth. A child of God needs to be fruitful and multiply the goodness of God. Amen. The goodness of God. What's the song we sing in the COVID? The goodness of God. What's it? All my life you have been faithful. Well, suppose that song was, all of COVID I have been crying. All of COVID I had fever. Nobody would sing that song because it doesn't have a positive connectivity to a blessing. But why that song is all over the world is because there is a power in the words and there's power in words. And you have to be careful how you're speaking. Speak some good things. Tell your neighbor, high five your neighbor and tell your neighbor you are good. Amen. And then tell your neighbor you look beautiful. But if it's a man, tell him you look handsome. So he says, you are fruitful, you multiply. And number three, he says, you are going to replenish the earth. Replenish means that you have authority to make things grow and make things germinate and make things recome back. You have the power. If you're a farmer, you can plant a mango tree and the mango will grow up and you are replenishing the earth. You are able to go and if you are a farmer with rice, you're able to plant and uh, that, that rice is going to replenish the earth. You take land that has never been used that land is sitting there barren and, and, uh, and unable to be a blessing. All it has is wild grass. But when that land is replenished, it is able to bring food to the weary, to the hungry. It's able to bring money to a family. It's able to bring connectivity to those who are, look, look at everything that goes on there. Replenish the earth. The next thing about replenishing the earth is to keep the earth clean. You heard about climate change. You heard about, you heard about how there are different things that, you know, if you look at the, at the earth, there is what you call the, uh, there is a covering. What's the covering mean? The crust. Yeah, but there's another thing there. The ozone layer. The ozone layer is around the earth. And over 250 years ago, 
when the industrial complex, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm in, a, I'm in a class here today. When the industrial complex started to happen, prior to that, there was no automobile that emits smoke. There was no locomotive that emits smoke. There was no industrial factories that emit all of these things. And all of these things that's emitting, air condition, air conditioning, uh, fossil fuel, trying to burn and, and fine oil and all of this, uh, that ozone layer that was thick like this is now becoming thinner and thinner and thinner. And the protection of the replenishment of the earth is becoming lesser and lesser and lesser. That's why you're hearing about climate change. And that's why they say don't pollute the water and pollute the sea. And uh, it, will, it, will, it, will, it will affect the, uh, the fish of the sea with plastic. And be careful how you're recycling and all of that. None of this really was needed until... When 250 years ago, when the industrial complex started in this world, and before that, you had all you had is the horse and the buggy, and you had uh, y'all never read horse. How do you how do you think a horse? When you want the horse to go, yum 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 yum. Y'all gonna make me talk different language here but 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 you 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 know before that it had no it had no motor car it had no no none of that so now how many of you drive a motor car raise your hands how many of you ride the bus raise your hand how many of you ride the train race? all of that emits things and makes the ozone layer shrink that's why when you hear about the arctic the Antarctic and the Arctic is melting, it means that because the ozone layer is less and less, it means that there is more, more, more warmth out there that is making all of it. So they're saying a place as big as Manhattan, a big junk of ice, is melting in the Arctic. And where is that going? That's going now into the seas. And, and here's what they're saying. The, the sea level is rising. And what else is happening? When the ozone layer is thinning, the sea is getting warmer. And that's why you're having all kinds of weather patterns. So when he says, be fruitful, number one, multiply, number two, replenish the earth, you are a boss of the earth. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. But means that every one of us are shorts over the earth and we are here to replenish it. So be careful how you deal with the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so who, whose hands he has, he has your hands. Whose eyes he has, he has your eyes. And so he's saying, replenish this morning. And then the, 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 the next thing he says, be fruitful, number one. Be multiply, number two. Replenish the earth. And then he says, subdue it. You need to know that you could, you need to call those things which, which were not. As though they were. You are, you, you have been given authority to be a, to subdue and put things under your feet. You've been given the authority, not for things to while and run around you, but for you to say in the name of Jesus, I command you in the name of Jesus. That's why you do not have to wait on somebody to deliver. You could say in the name of Jesus, be thou delivered and set free. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
And so I'm going to move on quickly. He says, and replenish and have dominion over everything that's in the sea. I don't have the time for all of that, but I need you to understand that there is a blessing of authority that you have. You have the authority this morning, and the authority is given unto you, both in heaven and in earth, and you need to understand that fully. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, the second thing is the blessing of locality. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28 says now that wherever I go, I will be blessed. If I go in the country, I will be blessed. If I go in the city, I will be blessed. That's why people can't keep you down. That's why nobody can, can curse you or, or fight you because they can't, they can't deny what God has given to you. God has given you a purpose. So if you leave here and you go to Canal, you will still be blessed. If you leave here and you go to Montana, you still will be blessed. If you leave here and you go to Burbese, you still will be blessed. Is there anybody, amen, who's ready to receive that blessing? I have a blessing that goes with me no matter what locality I go. Some of you came from wherever you are to come to America for a better life. But did you know that if God blesses you to go to any place in this world, the blessing that is on you, nobody can deny what it is. Amen. Somebody need to understand that. And I need you to shout hallelujah. I need you to get your confidence up. I need you to get your boost, boost your confidence up that the blessing is in your life. He says in Deuteronomy 28, he says, he says 28, and he says in verses 2, before I go to verse 1, let's go to verse 2. He says, and these blessings shall come upon you. And when it come upon you, it's not like fits coming upon you. It's not like evil spirit coming. It'll just come upon you. Have you felt blessed here this morning? Didn't you feel the Holy Spirit come upon you here this morning? Did you feel the anointing of God just move upon you and you didn't know what to do? Because the blessings of God, he says, is going to come upon you. I believe right now people who are listening to me, the blessing of God is coming upon you. Nobody can stop it. Nobody can deny it. Well, here's the problem. You have problems that you're facing in your life. And you will place the problems in front of everything you think about. So that even when you're blessed, you, you only take it temporarily. And when you go back home, you go back to your old Mary, your old, uh, your old, your old Joe, your old Peter. And you start worrying back at home. And God's saying you need to do the reversal. And you need to stay blessed. Here's where he says, he says, it shall come upon thee, it shall overtake thee. And if you, if you hearken to the voice of God, and he says in verses 3, when you run to the city, you're going to be blessed. And when you run to the field, you will be blessed. And he says, when you, when you, when you go into the fruit of the ground, you shall be blessed. And he says, the increase, you shall be blessed. And verse 5, your basket and your store shall be blessed. Somebody needs to shout hallelujah. And he says, as you, wherever you go, verses 6, and when you come in, you'll be blessed. And when you go out, you'll be blessed. So the next time you come in here, you just walk in. Tell, amen. If you can curl, curl a little bit. No, no, no. They might want to know what happened to you. But maybe if you got a little pep in your step, you just, you just walk in. And when they ask you what's going on, I am blessed. 
And the same blessing that's on me is the same blessing that's on you. Gone are the days when everybody should say, I am blessed and favored. But you, you are a devil. And you, the blessings I got, you don't have it. Don't come near to me. No, that's not God's blessing. God's blessing is for everybody. God's blessing is that if he gives it to me, he wants to give it to you. God's blessing is if he, if he restores my soul, he wants to restore your soul. Gone are the days where it's only for two and three. You know them you know them big apostolic pastors? Oh, don't touch me. I'm not yet ascended to heaven. I'm, in, I'm still in the spirit. And no, no, that's not the blessing. The blessing is if you're in the spirit, you need to let go and let God have his way so that everyone else can get that blessing. The blessing is not only for that pope and that pastor and that apostle. The blessing is for everybody. I want you to know that the blessing is for everybody. But you say, pastor, how am I going to get blessed? I have never been to school. It's not your education that blesses you pastor how am i going to get blessed i don't have a green card it's not whether you have a citizenship or a green card pastor how am i going to get blessed i don't have the right shoes i i i see like you're wearing an alligator shoe i don't know what kind of shoes i got here i bought these shoes about two, two three years ago i don't know what kind of shoes but let's say it's an alligator shoes i don't know what kind of shoes it is but the blessing is not in the shoes the blessing is not in the suits. The blessing is not in your gold chain. The blessing is in your life, in your heart. You are being blessed. Amen. He says that when you come in, you are blessed. And I want you to practice it. That when you go out to this place, you are blessed. Is there anybody ready to shout hallelujah? Anybody ready to say I'm blessed coming in? I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the country. Somebody shout hallelujah. So my locality is blessed. But pastor, I live in Tiger Bay. You're still blessed. Pastor, I live in a bad part of Queens. We are still blessed. Pastor, I live in a bad part of Brooklyn. You're still blessed. What God is going to do is if they try to shoot you, he'll jam the gun. Tell, ask Sister, Sister Washington and, and Brother Washington about Dale. Amen. Her son, they tried to kill him at point blank. But when God is not finished with you, nobody can stop you. You can be in the worst part of any place. They tried to kill you. He shall give angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Lest you dash your foot against a stone. You are blessed in your going out and in your coming in. Somebody shout hallelujah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you go back to Africa, if you go back to India, if you go back to Guyana, Trinidad, St. Lucia, Jamaica. I don't care where you're from. You go back there, you're going to be blessed as you go into immigration. You go into immigration, you tell the man, stamp this thing quickly. I am blessed. Get in there and get blessed. Amen. Wherever you are, live in the moment. Walk down Liberty Avenue and say, I am blessed. You know the song, I am blessed? I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning and I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. I am blessed. Oh, I am blessed. I am blessed every day of my life. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning and I lay my head to rest every day of my life. I am blessed. 
I said that a lot of people want the blessing but not the blesser. So let us read verse 1. Tell, tell your neighbor, oops, this thing ain't coming just easy like that. I got to read verse 1. And here's where he says this. Let's read it together. 20, Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1. It shall come to pass. It's on there. If thou shalt, come on everybody, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe, number one, and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Tell your neighbor, that's me. That's me. Amen. Raise your hands and shout, that's me. That blessing is for you. That blessing is for you. Because why? If you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord, and the voice of the Lord is speaking loud and clear, the voice of the Lord is open to everybody, and the voice of the Lord, you have to hear the voice of the Lord. As a matter of fact, in the Bible, when Hannah was praying for a boy, Samuel, she was ridiculed by Peniel. Peniel was the woman who bore so many children and Hannah had none. But God said to Hannah, I'll give you a boy. I'll give you a boy. And sometimes the, the promises of God will come to you at one time and the manifestation of the promise will come to you at another time. But it is how you can hold on by faith in between the time so that you could still get the promises to come to you. The Bible says that as Hannah prayed, Peniel would come and curse her and laugh at her and ridicule her. And Hannah would pray and she would cry. She would pray and she would cry. It makes, I believe there's some people who are under the sound of my voice. You have been praying and you're still crying. You've been crying and you've been praying. You, your, your heart is it's crying out. Your, your soul is, is, is filled with all types of things. You've been crying and there's Paniah coming after you. But is it Paniah was the name of the woman? Yeah, Peniah, Elkanah was a father, Peniah was a wife, amen, and she came and she was castigated. There's some people who will come to you like a Peniah. You tell your neighbor you ain't no Peniah. Oh, and if you're a Peniah, get thee behind me, Satan. Amen. We don't need no Peniah. We need some encouragers. We need some people who are going to say, continue praying, continue worshiping, continue being blessed, continue, continue. High five your neighbor and say, continue in the Lord. Continue in the blessings. Continue in his protection. If you hearken unto the voice of the Lord, and the Bible says that, at the fullness of time, Hannah bore a son. And the son that Hannah bore became a hero in the Bible. And the sons that Paniah bore, nobody remembers them at all. Tell your neighbor, God is going to remember you. They may not remember you today, but let me tell you, God will remember you. People may not call your name today, but God is going to call your name. Somebody needs to understand it is not for today, but it's for when God remembers you. God is going to remember you. I came to tell somebody, God's about to remember somebody. 
You've been crying too long. You've been suffering too long. And you did not see anything. And a Paniah has been discouraging you. But I say in the name of Jesus, Paniah, take your hands off God's anointed. Hannah, rise up and let God be your strength, your help, your help in the name of Jesus. It says you shall come. You shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord. And when you do that, hearken to him. Observe everything. Keep his commandments. He says now, when you do all of that, you're going to be blessed wherever you go. That's why minister Imran, if you leave here and you go to St. Lucia, they're going to, you're going to be blessed. If you leave here and you sing in the Bronx, you will be blessed. If you leave here and you go and worship at the embassy, you'll be blessed. Because it's not where you are, it's who you carry. What you carry. Amen. Is there anybody who carries God anointing? Is there anybody who's carrying a blessing? But you say, that, that man of God, he can sing well. He can do, I can't sing. No. God give you something that's unique to you. Every one of you can worship him. Every one of you can shout hallelujah. Every one of you can lift your hands and shout hallelujah. So why don't you do that? Why don't you just lift your hands and shout hallelujah? So the blessing is in, your, in, your, in the locality that you're at, wherever you go. Finally... The blessing, not only of authority, if you're writing, not only of locality, but finally, and I'm going to close this up, the blessing is in purity. You can't just say, I am blessed and highly favored, and you don't live a pure life. You can't say, I am blessed and highly favored, and you're the biggest cuss bird out there. You know, some Christians have the biggest words they cuss. Use the biggest words. Lord help me way. Let me not go there. But if you are a cuss bird, that means you're not saved. Come on, y'all help me now. You can't cuss and still want the blessings. You can't cuss and still want the blesser. You can't be one thing here and another thing here. God don't play with that. God don't play that way. You got to have the blessing in your purity. You got to be pure. For the pure in heart, you see God. Let's go to, to Matthew chapter 5. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5 and let's see what he says. Matthew chapter 5 says, I'm going to bless you. But when I bless you, this is now going to reverse and blow your mind. Because in the Old Testament, it was an eye for an eye. It was a tooth for a tooth. If you hit me here, I'll hit you there. If you cuff me here, I'll cuff you there. And there's some people who still live like that, like if you're living in the Old Testament. High five your neighbor and say, hey, I, I, we're not in the Old Testament. Say that. We're not in the Old Testament. We, we, we're in a new covenant. And the new covenant says in Matthew chapter 3, chapter 5 and verses 3, he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, you didn't know that you own the kingdom of heaven, but you don't own the kingdom of heaven because you got a lot of money. You own the kingdom of heaven because you have a good spirit. 
Hey, you own the kingdom of heaven because you are poor in spirit. Your spirit is not haughty. It's not arrogant. It's not, hey, I am the best thing since sliced bread. No, your spirit is humble, sincere, sweet, smiling. And when you do that, you own heaven. Come on, somebody. Some people don't know how to own heaven, but high five your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm about to have heaven also myself. About to have heaven. He says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Lord, I want to have a spirit that's poor. Poor in spirit. The opposite of poor in spirit is haughty in spirit. Haughty in spirit means, well, look at me. I got a, this suit here, you know. You know don't, don't come here. It's shining and it's, it's wool and it's. And, 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 and you, make, you make yourself the show. That's why, you know, and, and, and that's all right. That's why I, I, I really want to stay poor in spirit and humble in the Lord. No matter where God takes me, no matter what he does, I want, I want to still be who I am. You should, you should know who I am because I am not... No big electrical fancy. You may see me preaching up there, but man, I am just needing the grace of God just like you. And so if we're haughty in spirit, we cannot get blessed. So I know some of you, 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 you're, little, you're very beautiful. Yeah, you got some beautiful, and some of you, some people, not you, you're so beautiful that the beauty becomes your God. And you are so beautiful that the beauty becomes your, your, your it, it, is, it is who you are. It is, your, it is your motto. It is who you are. And nobody can talk to you. And as a matter of fact, uh, it, it, you know, it, 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 it is almost sickening to see how the people of God sometimes operate. It is not the outside. It's the inside. Render your heart and not your garment. And you look at somebody, and they might be from the, a different race. You do not say they're from a different race. I am better than them. Not here. Nobody in this sanctuary, it, no matter what race you are, no matter what ethnicity you are, are you better than anybody? Come on, y'all need to clap for that. Nobody should ever say, I am better. And make that your type of spirit. God will bring you down. We're all equal in the sight of God. And only the grace of God takes us where we are. So if you're my brother and my sister, I want to hold your hands because the blood of Jesus is the one that's universally covering me. It is not the color of your skin. It is not the texture of your hair. But it's the blood that never loses power that's connecting me. I know I have to close. But he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall see God. But he gives 11 things. Let's go quickly. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. You want another one? Go to the next verse. Verses 3. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. 
It means that when your back is against the wall, don't believe it is the end of the world. He says, when you are in distress, call upon me and I will answer you. And when you are down, I'll bring you up. When you are in distress, I'll comfort you. When your heart is broken, I will fix your heart. Is there anybody whose heart is broken? He'll fix you this morning. He'll fix you this morning. Stand to your feet. I want to close this. I know I have other things to do, but we're going to close this. The Bible, the Bible talks about the various things about this, but it's a space of purity that will bring you reality in what you're supposed to get. The Hebrew word, the Hebrew word regarding blessing is that it's the word barak. Barak means you have to measure up to get the blessing. And what I've been talking about is when he says, be fruitful, multiply. And when he says, I'll bless you in your going out and in your coming in. And when he says, blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. He's saying, I am baracking you. Meaning, there is a measure that you have to reach to get that blessing. You can't just get it and be anybody. You got to get it and become a child of the living God. You just can't get it and you just live a dunked care life. <laughs> Say, Lord, help your pastor. Lord, help me. You can't live any kind of life. You got to live a good life. You got to barack your blessing. Somebody shout, I'm about to barack my blessing. And then there's, a, there's, a, there, there, there's another word that says, not only a, a baruch, not, bar, not barak, baruch. Baruch, B-A-R-U-C-H. Baruch means I have to get a measure up to get. But the word Barak means I must kneel and praise him so that I can get the blessing. I must come before my maker like Psalms 95 and verses 6. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Is there anybody ready to barack your praise before God? High five your neighbor and say, I'm about to barack my blazes before God. And for me to barack my praise before God, to get the maximum blessings of God, I have to baruch myself before God. Baruch means I have to live up to a standard. Barack means I have to expedite my praise. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, I learned two words. Number one, I must baruch. I have to measure up. I hope you are measuring up too. Say Baruch means I must measure up. But this next one, say it loud, this next one, Barak means I must praise him. I praise him whether I'm good, I'm praising him whether things are good or whether things are bad. I still praise him. I'm about to barack him. About to barack Somebody him. shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is anybody ready to barack the president? Anybody about to praise him? I am blessed and highly favored. Somebody yeah. shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord bless you. And keep. One 
upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Come on, everybody, now. to be blessed and favored like what God wants to do in everyone's life. And even if you've been a Christian for a long time, even if you've been around, maybe you need to real revaluation. Close your eyes, everybody. Bow your heads. Raise your hands and say, Pastor, that's me. I'm, I'm about to reconsecrate my life to you. I'm about to redo. I, I need something brand new in my life. I need this new consecration. I need this, I need this barak type of blessing. I need this Baruch type of blessing. I've come, oh God, into this place. Say this prayer after me, dear God. As I lift my hands and I heard the word in obedience to you on this the first Sunday of the month of March, I believe as I raise my hands, I believe the blessings of God is about to overtake me. 
But first of all, give me the blesser. Right now, dear God, I want to live a pure life. I want to have a poor spirit. I want to inherit the kingdom of God. I want to have a meek spirit. I want to be able to live the life that is pleasing in your sight. So right now, I ask you, forgive me of all the wrong things that I have done. Right now, I am moving into new territory, a blessed territory, a favored territory, an anointed territory. I give you thanks. I give you praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, Come on, put your hands together and clap like you've never clapped before. Hallelujah! Come on, put your hands together and clap like you've never clapped before. Come on, lift it up, lift it up. Now, we're about to take the communion. You want the men and the women, whoever's giving it out, come quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, a communion, we pray you will bless it. Even as it is used, let it go forward for your kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, you don't have to be a member of our church if you're here, but you just said that prayer and you, you've been trying to serve God. You all can participate. It's a great crowd. We hope we have for everybody. Let us disperse it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Brother Dalu, come. You're going to help sing, sing this song, Amazing Grace. Amen. Come quickly. Come quickly, Brother Dalu. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Let's, everybody, from everybody, everyone, amazing grace. How sweet a song. Hallelujah. Amazing grace. How Some more in the mic. Really come, I want my brother to come, brother. Praise God. Praise God. 
Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep, keep singing, keep singing. Make He's going to take my mic. Oh, my soul. Oh, my soul. Worship his holy name. don't have one just raise your hands we covered we covered everybody the Bible says that night he says you take the bread as we as we move to the as we move to the top to take the little flim off to get the bread he says that night he took the bread and broke it. Let's break it together. And say, let us eat, for this is your body. And when you eat of it, remember my crucifixion. Let's eat together. And then open up the next one. And says that this is the blood that was shed in Calvary's cross. When you drink it, remember my blood that was shed in Calvary, let's drink together. And they went out and sang a song. Sing another song. Praise the Lord on my soul. Oh, my soul. Worship His holy name. As you lift your hands, even as you think, I pray that miracles will come your way. Yes. I pray that the blessings of God will overtake you yes. and flow into your life like never before. This will be your greatest year ever in the mighty name of Jesus. Miracles are on your hand. Miracles are on your lips. Miracles are on your heart. Blessings are coming forth. Leave this place with a blessing. You're blessed and highly favored. Anybody who believe it, shout amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor loud, I'm blessed. I'm favored. Keep standing. We're about to give to God.
Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. We're about to give to God. Hallelujah. There are three ways of giving. There are three ways of giving. They're going to put it up there. We thank you for giving. Today is a wonderful day before Almighty God. You can give through our website at libertychurchny.org. Thank you so much. We're seeing an increase in giving on our website this year. Thank you so much. Thank you. So it is, it is secured and it is uh, private and uh, people do not, cannot share your inform- information. Thank you so much. For Cash app, also secured and private. And uh, thank you for giving. You can do Cash App, Liberty CH. Or today, you can give by, by check or money, or money order or by cash. Put your name down there. It's a great time, first Sunday in March, to give a good offering to God. Amen. Some of you are getting your tax returns. Good to tax tighten it. Uh, Brother Dale, uh, Sister Washington's son, spoke very powerfully about that. I'll pick that up. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. I believe today, as you're about to leave, I want my dad. Where is he? He's coming. Dad, come, come. You didn't get to speak for a long time. Come, come quickly. We, we We need the man of God up here. I believe that many of you are going to have a great march of blessings coming on your life. And can, I, can you lift your hands? Anybody lifting their hands? I come against any virus. I come against any fever. Amen. I come against any ins, inside uh, sickness and disease. I come against weakness in the extremities. In the mighty name of Jesus, I Amen. pray that you will be protected. And there's nothing that you should be able to catch here. Because this place is sanctified, purified ionized, oxidized, and blessed. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, before I get my dad to finish this off, Brother Martin, raise your hands. Amen. We're going to have a small ceremony for him after service, after everyone, whatever. But I just want to celebrate you and your your bride. Amen. He, He wants the church, he wants pastor to bless them. And I pray that you'll be blessed and that your life will be, you and your wife, from that do you part in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. I give you my dad. Amen. 83 years old, going to be 84, and he's still going on. You're going to close us in prayer. Blessed and highly favored. (laughs) Amen. Thank God for the location of the blessing, the position, whatever he said. Amen. But thank God, amen, that God has been good to all of us, amen, saved and sanctified, and 83 plus, soon to be glorified, amen? amen. <laughs> glorified is when you're dead. <laughs> but I'm not ready for that yet. There's a lot of, lot of work to be done, amen, a lot of blessing to be seen and heard. So, Father, we thank you today for your goodness and mercy. We thank you for the good message. I pray you bless. We are blessed and highly favored. Thank you for Pastor Joe. Thank you for the, the wife. And thank you for everyone here today. Even that celebrating their birthday in the month of March. I pray the blessings of Almighty God will be upon them. And good health and strength and prosperity and happiness. 
In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. amen. Give you. unto God. Give your offering and your dismissal. They're coming around. Give unto God as we close in song or whatever we have. God bless you. Your love is kind. Your love is patient. You feel.